What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio. The best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is October 13th, 2020. You guys are listening to The Scoreboard, brought to you by Anchor. This is a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but you are here with us, and for that, we appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, in the arcade. Ryan K., how you doing, my man? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Uh, just uh, kind of trucking along. I started working out this week. Mm-hmm. Um you know, my legs are a little sore. I gotta uh, hit the gym tomorrow. Yeah, freaking uh, just trying to lose some weight because I've always been a fat fuck. And I'm just kind of tired of being a f- as fat of a fuck. Like, I think I'll always be a fat fuck just because that's my predilection. Like, I was fat when I was like 12. Like, what kind of garbage is that? <laughs> negative, like, negative metabolism I had. It's stupid. Like, I literally, like, I, I remember very distinctly being bigger than kids when i was in like middle school i was like this is stupid <laughs> like like every motherfucker look like they out about to go run a damn track meet and it's like wow the only thing this motherfucker run to is the front of the cafeteria line <laughs> it's some bullshit it's real fucked up with the uh, my metabolism has done me dirty my whole life and uh, so like when motherfuckers like what's real what's real what's real talk is like after we got out of high school and motherfuckers wanted to get fat because they lost their metabolism I didn't change because I already didn't have metabolism fuck y'all I've been here before so so welcome to the club you bitches yeah so basically I was just like welcome to the fat people club how may hey, I help I, you? Hey, dude, I remember my homeboy. Like, there was like this dude named Jeff, this white guy named Jeff. I, like, he was he was big and tall, and this is like tall a, works for you, though. I, like, but this, but the thing was, this is whenever there was like this clothing company called Big Daddy Clothing. Oh hell that yeah, that shit was fire. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, good for him. I like it. That's when Big Daddy Clothing. Like that shit came. 
as quick. I mean, that shit went as quick as it came. That shit was hard because they had like little sayings and shit, like making fun of people that were skinny and like small and whatnot. How Hell cool yeah. it was to be big. Hell yeah, all man. Like, they, all like men, men need more shit like that. Hell yeah, man. It's like, fucking a, man. People clown us to death. Fucking uh, but they but they love them some Vince Wolford. <laughs> Hell yeah. But so, so yeah, like I said, man, for me, um, you know, it's one of those things where I'm just trying to get in a little bit better shape, just a little better heart health. Yeah. Like, I mean, my heart health, I've always made a point to not be completely ridiculous with my cardio. Health is wealth. Yeah, man. That's kind of how I feel about it. So I'm just trying to make sure my heart's good and, you know, like just maybe lose some of this weight. If I could ever get a step on a scale and look at a one in front of it instead of a two, that would be crazy for yeah, me, but yeah. I ain't even trying to get there like that. I'm just trying to get to where I'm in the low twos yeah. instead of like the mid twos, That's, you know? Yeah, man. So we have an awesome show for you guys today. We're gonna uh, we're gonna be answering your questions. We're gonna be talking about the Lakers winning title number seventeen. And how we feel about that? We might fucking surprise you. Uh, we're gonna be talking about. All right, we're gonna be talking about postseason baseball, which the arcade is excited about. But first, let's get to these primetime NFL games, or which they weren't, because I know the Sunday game you hated. Well, yeah, that's that's some bullshit. But we'll we'll start on Thursday like we always do. Um, so we had the Bears and the Bucks, and that shit was wild because Tom Brady whole ass forgot what down it was at the end of that game whole ass forgot yeah. what down it was i'm trying to figure game. out what the hell he, out of all the years yeah that shit was crazy like i just out of all the years yeah all i do nick Foles owns him yeah that shit funny as hell that shit funny as hell but uh but yeah man um so you know i know late uh, the bears drove down got in field goal range and uh you know kicked field goal and uh tom brady had a chance it, it wasn't much at one but there was a little bit of time left. They had some time, and then Tom Brady went straight lemon booty, not knowing what down it was, and <laughs> trying to fucking, like, I don't know, just that sequence was not good that they had. And uh, so, yeah, uh, that's kind of well the gist of that game. Well, considering the fact that the Bears are in your division, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are. All like, you know, you I think they're undefeated, too. I think them and the Packers are both undefeated. So, like, you know, as far as, well, because it, it looked like that if there's two teams that are going to be coming out of that of that division to playoffs, so like at right now, it looks like it's going to be those two. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if it's, if it's, if we if our division has two teams come out, because that NFC West boy, I'm gonna tell you, yeah, what the fuck, right there, that shit is bumping. But then again, I think two teams about to come out of there too. NFC East ain't hitting on shit. Oh, the NFC East trash. The only team that's going to come out of there is a team that wins that division. They suck donkey shit. Also. Man, R.I.P. Dak Prescott. That shit was. So, so, so somebody asked us a question. Okay, we'll that. get into that. All right, we'll, 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 we'll move. We'll, I'll move on to that. That shit sucked. But uh, fucking uh, so yeah. My big thing is um, we might have two teams come out of that division, but the West is really tough. Like the Rams are pretty good. The uh, you know obviously the Seahawks are deluxe. Fucking uh, then you have the Cardinals who are pretty fucking good too. Yeah, you know. Like I said, it's it's gonna be interesting to watch that go down. Um, but I like I like this Bears team just for the oh, mere, yeah. just for the mere fact like they actually believe in their quarterback to not put them in fucked up situations. Nick Foles is fine. Like Nick Foles is fine. Like he's he's not. I mean he's not fucking like a world beater. But Nick Foles is perfectly fine. 
You know, well, for what they do or how that team is constructed, they're how fine. They're built, he's perfectly fine. He's for perfect that. for what they what they can do. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like, and the thing is, like, you know, he's not elite. No, but you can win a Super Bowl with him. I like he's proven that you can win a Super Bowl with him. Yeah, exactly. Um, as a guy that has in fact won a Super Bowl, you know, he he is that guy, and you know, Khalil Mack is fucking ridiculous, and you know, the Bears defense is still very good with yeah, Eddie Jackson like, and a lot like, of those like, cats. I like that. Like their that defense is Super Bowl caliber. I like. Yeah. I like their their management deserves a lot of kudos for going out to get Nick Foles just because they knew. But we what we already knew is Mitch Trubisky ain't it. Yeah, man. Uh, it hasn't been it. And the yep. thing is, I like them motherfuckers were winning, and they were just like, yeah, yeah, this, like, this ain't. Yeah, Chief called said that ain't it. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, fucking uh, moving on to the Sunday game. Uh, we had the Vikings versus the Seahawks. Bro, the first half of that game, I was like, how the fuck are we beating them? They are so much better than us. It's stupid. What, the Seahawks? Yes. They're so much better than us. I was mad, too. I was like. I just had the quarterback position alone. Yeah, dude. Dude, seriously. Like, fucking A. Like, you know, at the quarterback position, they're better. At the receiver's position, it's comparable. Comparable. Because, I mean, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now, Metcalf and um, and Lockett have had a little bit more time. Yeah. Than, you know, because Jefferson's a you know, rookie. Yeah. Adam Thielen balled the fuck out in this game. Like, he had, like, multiple touchdowns. Adam Thielen's fucking good. I mean, he. Like, I was telling somebody, like, he was going to have to need the ball out just for the mere fact that, you know what I'm saying, I like, Stephon Diggs isn't here no more. I like, so, like, it's on you. At this point, we're going to see, like, you know, if you're really about that action. So, I was waiting for him. I mean, the thing is, Thielen's good. I mean, no, he's no, very I'm not, good. I'm not saying yeah. that, he's, that he's good or that he's not good. Yeah. But, you know, it's a different. It's one of those things, like, whenever Antonio Brown left the Steelers and Juju was there by himself, and they looked at him like, all right, Juju, what you going to do? Yeah, and Juju's been fine. And Juju's been fine. But um, he, he struggled last year, though. A yeah, little bit. yeah. Well, which granted, he's, he's that quarterback year. situation, whew, ain't it, Chief? Um, but uh, so yeah, man. But, fu- but according to you, your quarterback situation ain't it either, Bruh. <laughs> Kirk Cousins infuriates me because he makes throws sometimes. It's like, wow, that was a really good throw. Wow, that was a good play. And then he just does the most head ass. Idiot. Dude, he on two plays, he handed them points. Like, two plays in a row, they scored touchdowns. Like, we were up, like, I don't even remember. We were up, like, 17 nothing or, like, 14 nothing or 10 nothing or something, you know. And 13 nothing. I don't remember. On two straight plays, we handed them motherfuckers touchdowns. It's like short fields. Yeah. Kirk Cousins got hit. As he threw and like forearm fumbled. I've never seen that in my life. Like it was whack as hell. Forearm fumbled. Like he got the ball got popped out of his hand and rested on his forearm and he hadn't entered his throwing motion yet. And he pushed <laughs> the ball forward with his forearm. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. And then the very next play, so like, you know, Seahawks naturally go down and score. Russell Wilson, we did a really good job of containing Russell Wilson in the first half, and then, pfft, 
hard. They then they then yeah. they went on to score twenty one answered points. Yeah, man, he's a uh, he's ridiculous. Um, I like. He's we made, gave them fourteen of those. I was so. say he's gonna make up for not winning uh, MVP last year. Yeah, because so. that's my MVP for this year. Yeah, he like, probably will. I like. I like. He'll I love. I love Patrick Mahomes and I love me some Jackson. You know, as Clemson's fans will call him, but Russell Wilson. Dude. I like, like if Lamar Jackson didn't have the season he had last year, Russell Wilson would have won MVP last year. So I agree. But um, so anyways, so he throws a he throws an egregious interception to uh, God. What's that fucking? It's not the it's not the classic. I you know because the Seahawks have had they've had this one linebacker forever. It's not that guy. It's the other guy that's also been there for a minute. KJ Wright. Yes, KJ Wright. It, he threw a pick to KJ Wright that was just fucking. horrible. Horrible, like, uh, like it just. Oh my god! Like it was just ridiculous. Like KJ Wright made a pretty good play, mm-hmm. but like you know he one handed it, but like in the rain. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was like even if he had gotten it over his head, Justin Jefferson was wide ass open. Yeah, and he would have missed Justin Jefferson by a lot, like behind him. It would have been so behind him. He's terrible. But then like so he does this, and I'm like, wow, this motherfucker is booty. He's the worst lemon booty there ever was. (laughs) And then he goes down the field and, like, drives and we score. It's just, like, we dominated them in time of possession. Then at the end of the game, um, we have a chance to ice it. um, Naturally, so Kirk Cousins can't ice a game. We're running the ball right down their throats, and we're just all running the ball exclusively, which I'm fine with because Kirk Cousins is ass. (laughs) And uh, we get into a situation that really bugs me. So like they call a they call a really crappy holding penalty on us, like a really crappy one, like it was terrible. And then we almost convert. It was like fucking like you know first and twenty, and we almost convert this in like four plays. There's a series of events. Boone goes gets a run, gets like a thirteen yard run. Dude, he gets face mask. They don't call it. No one discusses this. Like, side it. Because God forbid the Vikings get a call. Yeah. God fucking forbid this team get a fucking call. Fuck you guys. Fuck us right in our stupid fat pussies. And then, uh, you know, we run the ball. We get into third and short. And then we get into fourth and one. And um, Zimmer chooses to go for it instead of kick the field goal and go up by eight. Yeah. We're up by five, and if we kick the field goal, we go by, by eight. So, Russell Wilson would then have had to have a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. That's idiot shit. Um, so, he, um, we run the ball. We get stuffed. LOL. Whatever. Um, that shit sucked. Then Is Dalvin Cook hurt? Yeah, Dalvin Cook got hurt in that game. Yeah, that's, that's another thing that happened. Dalvin Cook hurt his groin because, of course, he fucking did. Um, then, um... Russell Wilson drives down the field. Um, there's a play we have fourth and ten on, and Cam Dantzler has good coverage but overruns the ball, loses track of the ball. Yeah. DK Metcalf separates, comes back to the ball, is underthrown as hell. Yeah. And he comes back to the ball and catches it, converts his fourth and ten. And then naturally they go down the field. They score on fourth down nationally, fourth and goal, mm-hmm. of co- because of course they do. And uh, we have no time left, and that's the end of the game. But I will say, however, this did, this loss did not upset me as much as it normally would have. Because, because you were expecting it? I was expecting it, one. The way we lost was very frustrating uh, because that's what, Vikings fan, that's what being a Vikings fan is. But two, I'm also all in on a tank. I don't think that we can draft a quarterback this year. 
It's sad, but it's true. Uh, if we cut Kirk Cousins, that cap hit is $41 million. Who in their right fucking mind would trade for Kirk Cousins? <laughs> no one would. Like, Kirk Cousins' family wouldn't trade for Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? He's ass. What team, is, what absolute out of their mind team would trade for him so we could draft a quarterback this season? The New it's, York Jets. No fucking way. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, there's no fucking way. I like speaking of the Seahawks. I was, I like, you know, because you was talking about the Jets. I, I'm not the Jets, but uh, I was sitting there looking at the stats. I was like, bro, I like they need a running back, and they need one now. The mere fact that Russell Wilson has to do everything with his legs and his arm, yeah. you know, like, dude, I like Seahawks fans. I like if you can hear me, Le'Veon Bell is out there. Give that man a call. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I like yeah, he would make life easy a lot easier like for Russell Wilson, especially since you can use him out there in the passing game too. Yeah, the Cardinals should be trying to hit him up too. Yeah, like, but uh, so yeah, man, like my whole thing is just looking at that shit. It's terrible, just fucking terrible. But I'm just realistically like, okay, man, let's just fucking tank the next two seasons. Just I'm all in on a fucking turbo tank. Turbo. That's not the type of tank. It's a turbo tank. I'm just listen. I'm all in on a fucking multiple year tank. If DJ Yui Galele ends up being good, maybe we have a shot at him in the following. I don't fucking know. You know, I'm just I'm. So, so, that would mean you would have to suck for three straight years. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm all in on that. I just don't care. Well, the thing is, though, like, you guys draft really well. Yeah, we draft really well, except for the two most important positions on the fucking field. Um, the offensive line and the fucking quarterback. We don't draft well there, so we need all the help we can get. We need to have the pick spoon-fed to us. This is for sure the best offensive lineman in this draft. It's the only way we get it right. And, <laughs> and I, like, the, I like if you I like this is a can't miss prospect. Yeah, that's the only. I don't trust us. We never. We constantly go bargain bin hunting in the fourth round for linemen. And Drew Samia, the guy from Oklahoma, we drafted a couple seasons ago. He's the worst guard in football. Really? Oh, yeah. We well, have I say he's worse than Greg Van Roten? Yes. He's the worst guard. Like, Literally, statistically, he's the worst guard this season. According than, to Pro than, Football Focus. Worse than Alex Lewis. According to Pro Football Focus, Drew Samia is 75 of 75. He is the worst guard in football. Wow. According to those power rankings they do. And I don't know how much stock you put in those, but whatever. I said, like, how many starts has he had? <laughs> every week. I like, I need he, to know. Every week. <laughs> he's been every week because Pat Elfline's been hurt every week. Now every week. Oh, so basically, so basically, he's a he's a backup. I mean, he but he was supposed to be being groomed to play this position anyways. Uh, so it doesn't matter. He's a backup. Doesn't matter. He's supposed to be a starter eventually. <laughs> <laughs> See how that worked out. Awesome. <laughs> We're fucking idiots. I fucking hate the Vikings. Uh, so we deserve to lose. Um, like I said, man. In a perfect world, uh, in a perfect world, tank for Trevor, fail for Fields, lose for Lance. But it's not happening. It's just, it's just not. We're not doing any of that. We just need to fucking just accept the fact that we signed the fucking human equivalent of fucking tofu as our quarterback and gave him a buttload of mini money to suck donkey dick every fucking Sunday. That's what we are. That's what we deserve. I fucking I hate this fucking team. They suck ass, and I wish I was dead every time I watched them. Uh, you see, Moving on. You remind me of the Jets. <laughs> Moving on. 
Monday Night Football, the Los Angeles Chargers. Fucking uh, Justin Herbert is fucking incredible. He's so talented. Like they are, dude. He's so good. Justin Herbert is fire. Yeah, he's really fucking good. Like it helps them whenever you got um, you got like a lot of weapons around you. Oh hell yeah, man! The thing is, they need to clean up their offensive line play a little bit. Uh, the, their that, defense actually, needs to get better. Actually, but actually, low key, that team is stacked. Low key, yeah, and I think that they're going to be very good soon. I think it's going to be very soon that they're going to be very good. Uh, and I think it just behooves them that they've gotten off to kind of a slow start this season. Yeah. You know, because their record's not great, you know. I think that Herbert will – I think they'll have them middle of the road, and I think that that's about where you want to be picking when you have a premier pro- quarterback prospect that seemingly yeah. is as good at advertised. The Chargers had chances to win this game. Um that franchise is fucking cursed. They were showing a stat that they were like in Scott games decided by a point or less. They're like zero and eight over Damn. the last however many years. Like they, the Chargers just have horrible luck. <laughs> they suck. I hate it for them. Um, Drew Brees looked like an old man again. You know, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, how old of an old man? <laughs> oh, 160. <laughs> get this, get this man a wheelchair, please. Like he's. I like it. Get him like one little walkers with like little tennis balls on it. <laughs> Dude, get him on that. This is how old he is. He needs to be on them fucking Brett Favre and Jerry Rice commercials for them fucking like copper fit <laughs> knee braces. Drew Brees is just. Well, well, wait a minute. I like you know. Th- th- there's there's levels of this. He needs to be on a Van Heusen commercial. Then he gets to be on the copper. Right. Right, right. That's, that's how. Right. Uh, love. That's what Jerry Rice did. Yeah, he was on a Van Heusen commercial. Then he's on that copper. That's commercial. right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. So you know, because so. Drew Brees is classy. He's not gonna be like Brett Favre and just go straight to the copper, whatever that shit is. Yep, yep. But uh, but yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. But uh, like I said, man, the uh, the Chargers should feel really good about what they have. Um, Big Mike's pretty cool. Keenan Allen's one. Keenan Allen is the most underrated player in the fucking league. He's well, he's most definitely one of the most underrated receivers, and no, he's one of the best receivers in the league that nobody talks about. Keenan Allen's a fucking top ten receiver every fucking season, and no one cares. Yeah, no, no one, one cares because he plays in L.A. Um, so, like I said, man, they have a fire ass squad over in the chart. If you're the Chargers, you're excited about your fucking future. Um, if you're the Saints, you should be very bummed out that your quarterback looks like he needs to take Geritol before he plays. <laughs> um, so, or, or RVD CBD cream. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he like I said. I mean, he still has some breeze in him, but boy, it ain't it ain't what it used like, to be. It's not even breeze. It's more like bruh. But so, so Drew Brees has big Peyton Manning that final year with the fucking Broncos energy right now. No, nobody ever has P-Money energy. No, but you know what I mean? Like, just like old guy possibly getting carried by his team into a Super Bowl. That's like, what I'm saying. So like, Drew Brees wasn't, th- I mean, P-Money was throwing ducks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Drew Brees ain't exactly fucking scorching earth. Yeah, but you but, but P-Money's ducks were quacking through the TV. The, the difference is that Peyton Manning had fucking reconstructive neck surgery. Drew Brees has a shit smear on his face. <laughs> Fuck him. Whatever. Um, so this Tuesday night game was ass. Um, As expected. Yeah, man. Fucking, uh, that's a weird time slot. Um, it was nice to have football on on a Tuesday, I guess, because what the fuck else? 
Which but, is kind of crazy because that means they're going to have to play again on Sunday. Yep. Derrick Henry stiff-armed the soul out of Josh Norman. R.I.P. <laughs> that man. The soul. <laughs> Just R.I.P. that man. Like, dude, like the last six years, Josh Norman, is ever since his Super Bowl uh, appearance, he's been doing nothing but take L's. Yeah, man. Josh Norman been taking L's. Like, that's a bad – that's sad for that man. Uh, but – uh. I will say, man, the fucking, you know, the Bills came out looking a little flat-footed uh, tonight. I, I, I'm glad, though, because fuck the Bills. Yeah. Uh, All right, go Titans. Yeah, LOL. Yeah, like uh, it's like, go King Henry. Dude, Derrick Henry, man. God, that's a bad motherfucker. He's gooder than the fuck. Uh, so, and Tannehill does just enough. So, I mean, the Titans are legit. It's pretty cool. Now, uh, now if they can get, like, a, if they, now if they can get like a receiver... Yep, yep, yep. I mean, they have a pretty good one with Brown, but they need to know. Well, and and White's fine, or whatever the fuck his name, Davis, Corey Davis. Corey Davis is pretty good, too. Like, they're, they've gotten to the point where, like, Brown's solid, Davis is solid, but, yeah, if they if they had another guy. They'd get, like, a slot receiver. Or, like, a good tight end or yeah. something. Like, if they just had another, like, legitimate weapon. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd feel real good about the fucking Titans. You know, because Tannehill's fine. Like, you know, he said Tannehill proved that, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't him that was the problem in Miami. Miami's trash. And it was Adam Gase. Yeah. Uh, All right, so shout out to Tennessee for still being undefeated. Yeah, man. I mean, they, they tore that ass up, dog. Uh, Josh Allen has continued to surprise me, though. He continues to look better than I thought he would. I don't know. Uh, pretty cool, I guess. So, pretty for cool. Him. Pretty cool if you're, a Bill, if you're a Bills fan. Yep. It's, still, sure. it's still fuck you, though. Yep. Most yep. definitely. Yep. So coming up next, we got some postseason baseball, AL, uh, ALS, NLCS, a lot of action coming at you. You guys keep it locked on the scoreboard on Anchor. I was sick and tired of having terrible dates. I've tried other dating websites before and could never find a match. Honestly, I was about to give up. Never in a million years did I think I'd ever find him. Well, with GiveUpAndSettle.com, that can all end today. Hands down the best dates I ever had. They sent me more matches than I could ever need. They showed me the way, and I finally found him. Here at GiveUpAndSettle.com, we believe there's someone in the world that is perfect for you, and we're here to help you get over the fact that you're never going to meet that person. We hate each other so much. I can't even look at him because I hate his face. We're not even gay. And we both are. With our highly advanced matchmaking system known as the Personality Aptitude Placement Enrollment Research by Algorithmic Groupings, also known as Papier Bog, we will find you a near-to-perfect match within seconds. I searched gamer and girl and got a 50% match. I hate snakes, but I did ask for a man that was charming. I was always into the shy and quiet type, and that's exactly what I got. I type in how smart, successful, good-looking I am on other dating sites and still never found a match. First try on GiveUpAndSettle.com. Perfect match. I typed in black girls as my preference, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the best speller. So I wasn't surprised when I showed up to my first date and saw nothing but a black grill. I'm not picky, I just asked for the hottest match they could find. Our love will continue to burn brighter than it. Nothing wrong with black match. She's still smoking. Ah! People used to tell me there should be violins playing for me at all times because I was such a sad person. That's why I went on to give up and settle and ask for someone cheerful, optimistic, violin free. Almost a perfect match. I got a chair full of domestic violence for me. Close enough. 
We all know there's a lot of fish in the sea, but there's also a lot of people on land. You don't have to resort to fish yet. Just sign up to GiveUpAndSell.com and find the settling soulmate you never even knew you wanted. We promise you, you will not regret it unless you do. It's completely free, money back guarantee. So what have you got to lose? Sign up, give it a try. You might get a virus. GiveUpAndSell.com. We'll see you there. See for yourself and find your perfect match today. It's fast. It's fun. It's not a real site. GiveUpAndSell.com. So thank you guys again so much for watching. If you want to see last week's video, click the one on the left. If you want to see bloopers and behind the scenes, click the one on the right. And if you want to go to giveupandsettle.com, click the one on the bottom and find your perfect match today. Day, 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 day. Hey Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was. But then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Studios, they make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. What's up, everybody? It's that time. It's quote of the week. I'm gonna go first. You know, my quote of the week goes to my man Shannon Sharp. Oh, unk. Oh, unk. <laughs> and he was making fun of Tyler Harrow. <laughs> Basically saying, he said, I called this. He said, I don't care who the Miami Heat got. He said, Tyler Hero, superhero, guitar hero, don't matter. Lakers and six. <laughs> yep. 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 That's. You, I like, whenever I say it, I like, you'd have to see him yep, say yep, it. Yep. Yep. No, it's Shannon Sharp's just like that. Like, you just, he's a, he's just an experience. Yes. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I know uh, one of my, one of my things I remember him saying not too long ago is Skip was trying to give him crap, meaning like, oh, he's a Heat fan. He was like, you were a Heat fan. He goes, I wasn't a Heat fan. I was a where he at fan. <laughs> Stupid as hell. Dude, I remember like Shannon Sharp posted something back on like, how much of an asshole he used to be like back in the day. Because he was talking, this was like during his playing days when he was with the Broncos saying like, there was like this kid in my class when I was young that couldn't read or he had a hard time reading. And the teacher was like, and whenever people be reading in class and stuff, you know, like, you know, she was going to try to help them, like, sound out of, like, a word or some shit. He, so he was like, this dude was named Jimmy. So he would get to, like, a certain word. And she was like, the, the teacher uh, said, it sounds like, it sounds like, Jimmy, it sounds like. 
it sounds like the Shannon Sharp. I sound like Jimmy can't read. <laughs> she was like, Shannon Sharp. I said, like, leave the classroom and don't come back until you know how to talk to people. He was like, dude, I was gone for two weeks. <laughs> Elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, my quote of the week goes to this girl at damn Ariel. Damn Ariel. Yeah, that's just that's a yeah that's her her at, and uh, her so what she she was on Twitter acting a damn fool. She said, "Bitches pussy be dry as hell and wonder why they kids come out with eczema." <laughs> Dude, Ooh. that had me crying. I was like, Ooh. "Damn, bro, damn, <laughs> vicious." Woo! Yeah, that's fucking vicious. I love it. I fucking love it. So, and I know something that you love, the mere fact that the Braves are in the NLCS for the first time. What since. the fuck? 2001. What the fuck, man? They were in the NLCS in 2001? Yeah, they. I think they lost that series. Or that might have been the last time they were in the World Series. I don't remember. Uh, so, yeah. 2001. Uh, this was the last time we were in the NLCS. And, uh, so yeah. Fucking uh, really cool shit. Um, fucking, I saw a thing on Twitter that somebody was like, like, let, let me see if I can find this real quick. It's it's worth it me looking it up. Um, Why does your boy Ian Anderson look like Russell Brand? Uh, he looks like Screech too. Um, so Screech and Russell Brand. Yeah, I don't care what he looks like. Fucking as long as he's fucking giving giving me these good boys. I don't like these great starts. Uh, somebody. Somebody tweeted out, nah, but for real, every 90s Braves kid is wondering whether it's safe to feel things again. <laughs> it's like, that's facts. Uh, we have all been dead on the inside for fucking ever. Um, so, no, man, but it's really fucking cool right now, like, being a Braves fan. Uh, just winning postseason series and mm-hmm. games, it's fucking awesome. I, like, I know this game, like... Um, Shit. I like, the, uh, the, the, the score... It got hairy at the end of it, though, bro. It got hairy, but, you know, it really wasn't even close. Like, the Braves were beating the fuck out of the Dodgers. Yeah, like, I mean, this shouldn't have, this shouldn't even be uh, shouldn't have became a game at the end, but yeah. somehow it fucking did. Well, it's because we got a little cute with our bullpen management because we know that we're like it's a seven game series, and so they're gonna keep seeing our guys over and over and over, and yeah, like, we're not as deep as they are. I say you think this series is going seven? Because I don't. I mean, but th- that's what you have to you have to manage around those sorts of things, like you know, uh, freaking uh. So like I said, I get it. I like that this series is over in five. Like Kershaw's not uh, pitching uh, tomorrow. I like this, and if you guys, I like, dude. Like if you guys win tomorrow, got like this season series. I don't, I don't, I don't think we're gonna win tomorrow though. That's the thing. Like we have Kyle Wright going. Kyle Wright is our three. He. So I feel real good when Max Fried and Ian Anderson take the mound. So I do not feel good when Kyle Wright takes the mound. So you think he can't give you a good outing? I'm not saying that. I just saying I don't feel good about it. Because I know you say you was a little bit. Uh, you, you you didn't feel good about the momentum that the Dodgers could potentially have carry into this next game. Yeah, because of how many runs they scored late. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say this. Shout out my boy Max Fried and hurling an absolute gem. Fucking fantastic outing. Six innings of one earned nine K ball. Fucking game one was super exciting for me. Uh, just. Yeah, we were one to one until top of the ninth. Austin Riley hits a dinger. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, Freddie Freeman's bat starting to heat up, which you know Alex Wood hit him with a pitch in this game. He's a fucking coward. Um, 
And uh, one of the reasons why I was took I took a lot of exception to that personally is because I know one of the last times Freddie Freeman faced Alex Wood, he took him deep. Mm-hmm. So I I was like, man, I know you ain't trying to do this on purpose, but like I didn't feel good about it. You know what I mean? Um, so um, luckily we were able to hang on in this game because again, you know, we got a little cute with our bullpen, like you know, because like I said, we're trying to like show different looks, like so. We had a big lead. We tried to, um, you know, we tried to, like, uh, okay, we're going to put in this guy. You know, we were up, like, 7 nothing. Okay, we're going to put in this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, we put in, you know. We, so, Ian Anderson didn't even pitch. He pitched four, scoreless. Mm-hmm. Um, they were able to frustrate him a little bit. Five walks. He didn't give up any runs, though, which is huge. Um, and then uh, Matzik came in for two innings. Five and six looked really good. Um, so seven was where it came off the rails for us a little bit. We, uh, we sit there, we march out Darren O'Day. He gives up, uh, he get he gives up two singles and he strikes out bets. Mm-hmm. And then, um, man, like somebody, uh, made like an extremely good play and me, you and Larry Legend was like, if Mookie Betts couldn't get to that ball, nobody could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's facts. Um, so yeah, Danzy Swanson like drove in some runs, but, um, but yeah, so, and it was a ball that like Mookie Betts couldn't get to, and I was like, "Yeah, Mookie Betts ain't getting to it. You ain't getting to it." Uh, so, um, anyways, uh, basically, um, you know, you have some, like I said, you have some interesting stuff like go down. We pitch a O'Day. He gives up two base runners, strikes out Betts. Then Minter comes in. Gives up a, a home run. Only one of those earned runs were his. The other two were O'Day's. Then he strikes out the other two, or gets the other two guys out like very comfortably. Yeah. Um. So you know it's it's seven to three. Then we get an insurance, another run, Ozzy Albies, and then um they um the ninth is where shit started just falling apart a little bit. We put in Josh Tomlin. Uh, Josh Tomlin throws strikes, but you know he gave up two-run home run to Max Muncy. Like, you know, just then, then, you know, we had to put in Melanson, and then Melanson gave up a run. Yeah, y'all basically then, had to put up everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was just, it was frustrating, though, because, like, you know, it just, I don't know. Like, we still haven't, like, put out Shane Green. We haven't put out, w- w- like, you know, we were trying to avoid putting out, like, Will Smith again. Yeah. Like, Chris Martin, Will Smith, Melanson. Because you don't want to show 7, 8, 9 over and over and over. Yeah. Because like, a team sees them enough, they start hitting them. Yeah. So, we got a little cute, and then we ended up having to put fucking Martin and Melanson in anyways. So, it was kind of frustrating. Um, so, you know, again, it just... They shouldn't have came back. And the only thing that scares me about it... Is like I said, they might ride that momentum into because their bats have been cold. They were cold, and then um, so you know they were cold, and like I said, it just frustrates me knowing that um, you know they could this could jumpstart them. And Kyle Wright's very erratic. Yeah. So I'm don't feel how's good that, about so. So how was his, how's his last couple of uh, the last couple of starts? His last couple of starts have been really good. I. His start against the Marlins, I wasn't a big fan of. He managed to keep it. Like, his line suggests he pitched better than he did. He was six innings of scoreless. So, so you're saying. Like, three hit, like, 7K ball. So, so, so you're saying he's due to get shelled? No, not really, because he didn't. That was his first game pitch. He's not really due to get shelled. I just, he's just kind of a head case. Like, yeah. I just don't. 
yeah so i like so basically like you know if the dodgers can get on get get uh get on top of them early like it might be an issue yeah yeah but I like you know it's so a segueing like you know to like you know the other game because i know you larry and uh you and larry asked me so like you know hypothetically you're like who would i want like to win the next series and me since i hate the astros i want tampa bay to win but if you're a braves fan you want the astros to win because tampa bay is going to be a hard time for you guys yeah for sure i mean i like you know and i think they were leading yeah they're it's that the rays are up five to two right now in the in the six so um, that game's going on right now um so it's looking like uh if the Rays can hold on, the Rays are probably going to be the team in the World Series. Just yeah. just for the mere fact, like, you know, like, I felt like we had, like, the best batting lineup, like, in the postseason, and, like, and they made really good work of us. So I feel like nobody else's lineup, not this, not no disrespect to nobody else's lineup, because I like Their pitching like, is just that good. Yeah, I like, because I like your lineup a lot, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think they fear your lineup. I feel like they can, that they can do it. Well, the do. interesting thing is, so we played them. We played them in a series. We, we played them in a home and home this year, and was they this, was this interleague play. Yeah, it was interleague play, and uh, but though you never know how those things go, man. But, 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 but what was really funny is they swept us, mm-hmm. and then we swept them, and so it was very interesting, like how that went. Yeah. So I was like, eh, fucking whatever. So, you know, again, I just I don't know, like the Rays are just really talented, and. The Astros just are in a shit ton of trouble, really. Like, yeah, yeah, because they can't cheat. Well, it, that aside, like, you, like whatever you feel about that aside, the, the Rays are just fucking good. Yeah, the Rays know? are good, you know, but, yeah. you know, it helps whenever, you know, you don't know what's, 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 what's coming. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very fair. I, hey, that's just me being petty. Don't 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 mind me, guys. Do yeah. not mind me. Yeah, but... Like, but, but if you guys can take uh, the RK being petty about Aaron Rodgers, you guys can take me about being petty about the, uh, Astros. About the, about the Astros. That's very fair. I, I mean, like, y'all have to listen to me bitch about them and the Cardinals all the time. Like, nah, you you, you can be as petty as you want to be, bro. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I said, man, it's, uh, it's just interesting to think about. I'm just not super, super sure what's, uh, what's going down. Uh, you know... Like with our series, I think that the Rays series is a little bit more concrete. Uh, so you're gonna see the Rays against either the Dodgers or the Braves, probably. And that's not me trying to be horridly disrespectful to the Astros. I just the the Rays just are, are the, better. They're just better. They just just fucking are. You know, Tyler Glass now is ridiculous. Fucking Snell's very good. Um, Charlie Morton or Charlie Moton Morton, he's very good. Um, they're they're just they just have a solid they just have a solid team yeah. too, you know Joey Wendell, Adames, um, fucking Arozarena is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they're one of the more complete baseball teams that are left in the postseason for sure, for sure. So again, I think the fun competitive series will be our series. I think yeah. the I think the Tampa Bay is about to go up three nothing on yeah. the Astros, and that's just a fucking wrap. You know yeah. what I mean? So you know it is what it is, but. Yeah. So coming up next, I like the Lakers captured uh, uh, championship number seventeen. I like me and the RK will get into that, but you might be surprised by how we feel about that. Get into get into that next on the scoreboard uh, anchor.
presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me the doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Hold on now. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the oogie in boogie. Mr. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife? This is the Scoreboard Thug Life Moment of the Week. Brought to you by nobody. Because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcome, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. I like it's a Thug Life Moment of the Week. And if you're out here doing Thug Life shit, we want to hear from you. I know it's kind of hard since COVID and nobody wants to go out and shit. You know, uh, we totally get that. But if you are out here being a rebel and doing thug life shit, hit us up on the on the Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808. Or you can sh- uh, shoot me a DM on my Twitter at HBK underscore Illmatic, all caps. So I'll let you go first, Ryan. Yeah, uh, so my thug life moment of the week goes to Teofomio Lopez. I think that's how I how I, I always just call him Teo Lopez. But, uh, yeah. Um, so my thug life moment of the week goes to him. They were talking about they they showed an interview he was doing for uh, you know because he's fighting Vasily Lomachenko on Saturday, um, so which is pretty cool I guess. Um, so anyways, there was a really funny thing. So like Lopez fought Comey for a belt recently, yeah. and the guy at, like the guy interviewing asked him about like so. How did you feel about them having Lomachenko in the ring? And Lopez just flat out went. He goes, honestly, he goes, I was like, shit, fuck him. He goes, excuse my language, but fuck him. He goes, that's my moment. I won that belt. He goes, and then Bob Arum wanted to have him in the ring with me to promote this fucking fight. And then it cut to him. In the middle of the fight, and it showed like they they had cameras on this. Yeah. Bob Arum, like he's looking at Bob Arum, and this is the guy that promotes his fights, and he looks yeah. at Bob Arum. He goes, "I want him out my fucking ring." And Bob's like, "Listen, we gotta have him in the ring, like to like promote this fight." Blah 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 blah. And like, man, that shit was just funny to me. This dude flat out was like, "Fuck this man, fuck you." 
get this dude out of my ring. Yeah. This is my moment. Eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was some thug Bob, shit. Bob, Bob Arum is trash. Bob like, Arum is trash. Well, which is crazy. trash, Which too. is crazy because Floyd been telling y'all that he's trash. Yeah, Bob Arum's been a fuckhead forever, man. I like, the, my thug life moment goes uh, to we goes to this uh, to this man. I like, that's on Twitter. I don't know his name. I do not know his name. But apparently, I like, you know, he caught his, uh, his wife or his girlfriend cheating on him. So what he did was... I don't know how he was able to do this, but he got a shirt, like you know what I'm saying, of his wife. A screen, he got a screen painted, screen painted a shirt of a picture of his wife sucking a dude's dick. That you know what I'm saying, that that he was cheating on her with. Then he goes to her job wearing said shirt, and she got fired. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. <laughs> That's fucking next level. <laughs> I was like, good on you, sir. Good on you. Not only are you like, I'm, because clearly he's like, yo, I'm trying to get, break up with you. Got your ass fired from your job, too, for Mm. being a hoe. Good for him. Speaking of people being a hoe, a bonus thug life moment of the week. This had to do with my job. I like, you know, apparently, because there's section leaders and there's like, you know, uh, there was a section leader who happened to be a female, and like, and she was messing around with one of the. Uh, this wasn't in my area. The like, she was like in another area, cause they were talking about people like clocking out, like you know, leaving the uh, premise to go to lunch and stuff like that. But you, you can do that as long as you clock back in and all that stuff. Yeah. Thing. You won't get paid for your lunch hour. Yeah, but you, but but that's fine. But but that's fine. You know, apparently, like they were going out, and you know, what I'm saying, doing a little bit of backseat wrestling, then coming back, and was while like you know they were having their time change, and like so they were still getting that 40 minutes for lunch. You know, so like her her husband who worked in like this other part of the plant, he finds out about this that she's cheating on him. He tries to go to HR, and HR is like, you know, I can't really do nothing. We, we couldn't really do nothing about it. So, I don't know how the hell he got this information, or like, he must know a whole bunch of people, but he got them records and information that they were that they were leaving at lunch, and like, and, and they were messing with the time, and both of them got fired. Hell yeah. I was like, dude. My guy. I like, because <laughs> at that point, I like, at that point, I like, if you're going to cheat, don't do it with nobody at the job. I like, dude, like, people have to look at this man and be like, yo, your wife is cheating on you. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, it like, just, if it was just some regular Joe Blow, like, you know, it, it, people cheat all the time, but this happened at a work at the workplace. Yeah, that's going to get back to him. Yeah. Somebody likes him enough to tell him that. Yeah. Like, you know or, what I mean? so like or he's, your wife's being a little or bit somebody too Or somebody don't like your wife enough to tell yeah. you that. You know what I mean? That's what it is, bro. So yeah, that's dumb as hell. That's crazy. That's crazy. But all right, Ryan. I like the other day the Lakers secured like number seventeen. I like they did. I like they secured they number seventeen. That. I like you know we uh we we tied the Boston Celtics. Yep. LeBron James. I like you know uh, Finals MVP. I like you know his third uh the only player to win Finals MVP. I like you know for for three different teams and that and all of that is fine and good. But I was sitting there talking to you. Talking to you and Larry, Larry Legend, us being longtime Laker fans, for, for this is like the first title that you know I've 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 experienced where like I I'm not as happy as I, about it as I should be. I'm yeah. kind of like indifferent. Yeah, it's it. it's very strange. Like I just find myself just not giving that much of a shit. And it's not that like I don't appreciate it. It's not that I don't like fucking you know. It's not that I don't, you know, like that my team who's been in the, you know, dwell, the fucking cellar 
for fucking like a decade now. Yeah. Um, you know, basically since Kobe tore his Achilles, the, yeah. the, that shit. That was it. That's it. Like fucking uh, the Lakers have been shit for almost a decade, and that's fine, you know. And then we end up winning shit, but just for some reason, like. I just find myself not caring that much. Like, and it's not because I hate LeBron, and I don't even hate LeBron anymore. And it's not because, like, I stopped hating him before he signed with the Lakers. I was like, you know what? Whatever, man. Just don't have it in me. To like, fucking, and, and it's not even him, it's his dumbass fan base. Yeah, his dumbass fans are way more of a problem. I like, than and, and, the, and the thing is, like, you know, his fan base kind of had to be quiet, too, because a lot of his fans hate the Lakers. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it was like, it, you, you made two of the most annoying fan bases shut up at the same time. So, it was kind of, it was kind of good. Um, so, uh, you know, anyways. You have you have this shit and you have it go down the way it, it goes. It, it was kind of like it was like a foregone conclusion. Yeah, it just felt like like you know. All right, but once the Clippers got eliminated, I like. It just I mean, seemed... the thing the thing is, man, it was either like it, it was either going to be them or the Heat. You know, like once the Bucks got beat by the Heat because that was a bad matchup for them. I was like, well, it's either going to be them or the Heat, and well, and the Heat have a very real chance to do this. But you know, the thing is, um, they kind of had. Um, they had their shit go down the way it went down. And um, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are just too much. Yeah. They're just too fucking much. And then, you know, playoff Rondo. That's the thing, people. We've been trying to tell y'all. Yeah, I think he had 19 points in the closeout game. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, he just... That's what I'm saying, man. Like, fucking... But Anthony Davis and LeBron James... Like, well, you got, well, you got two top five talents on your team. I mean, it's, uh, it's like you it's said, in, it's inevitable. It really is, and and granted, I like I'm glad to have Anthony Davis too. I like it's not like we're sitting here and like you know, yeah. it, but it seems like it's it's one of those type of things, and like it just it, doesn't feel real. I like, and if you're not a Laker fan, or if you're just like a, a if you're not a fan of like an actual team, you can never. You can never understand like what we're talking about. Yeah, and it's, it's like, it's like, like I'm not complaining or crying. It just seems like the, like it's like they're ours, but they're really not because like with yeah. Shaq, we actually went through some shit with Shaq. We had Kobe, like you know, we Kobe grew, we grew up with Kobe. Exactly. Like, so it just, like, it just feels very different. You know, it, it really does. And uh, so, you know, it just I don't know, man. I just. It, it, it's just it's it's weird to watch. It, yeah. it really is. I like, but you know, but but in lieu of everything, you know, what I'm saying, shout out to Frank Vogel because this validates him as an actual good coach. Shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Eric Spolstra, you know, saying who's always been a great coach. People were trying to steal on him, saying that he wasn't because he had LeBron James. You know, what I'm saying, shout out to Jimmy fucking Butler too. Jimmy Butler, man, honestly, like. What a, what a fucking warrior that guy listen, is. Listen, man, like, the thing is, I was more excited about the Heats winning, like, the winning the two games that they won than the Lakers winning the games that they won because it felt like, after I watched game one, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, I was like, this isn't going to be as much of a series as I wanted it to be. And Jimmy Butler made it a series. Jimmy Butler is just that good and that talented, and that shit was amazing, man. Honestly, like, I was very, like... You know, I've always wanted to see him in a finals. Yeah, and, like I said that on yeah. I said that on the Facebook page. Like yeah. me, me and you have raved for as long as we've done this show. Yeah. Like you know, what, what, what we always wonder what would it be like, you know, to see Jimmy Butler 
in the finals and see how we would do. We did not walk away disappointed. No. And if you walked away disappointed by Jimmy Butler's side of the fucking men, then you don't know basketball and you can't appreciate greatness. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you walked away, like, in that fucking game six, you know, he had, like, he didn't have a huge stat line in that game. But it's like, dude, man. But, but if you. Dude, like, if it wasn't for what he did in Game Five, there wouldn't have been, been a, game a Game Six. Six, exactly. Like, man, no. This dude, this dude played all but forty-three seconds. This dude was hunched over on the bench. I remember he. I, I remember that he got fat. I remember there's that picture. It's an iconic picture. An iconic picture of him just leaning, leaning, leaning over like a bench because yeah. he was because he left everything out on there. Yeah, and, I mean, that, and to me, like whenever we look back on it, like whenever I always, even if Jimmy, Jimmy Butler never wins a title, never gets back to a finals, and God, I hope that that's not the case. I hope that's not the case. It, you, it's one of those things where we talk about it, we talk about like iconic photos and stuff like that. It's like whenever we were old and shit like that, and we can, if we ever have kids, or we just tell youngins, you know, I can look back at that picture and be like, that's what personified Jimmy Butler right there. Right. That's yeah. what Jimmy Butler was about. Yeah, I like you know, and I haven't seen one of those photos in a long time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. like you know, like, and I don't want to put put like them on the same same pedestal because you know, I like it's the Ali picture whenever he knocked down Sonny Liston. If you ever seen that picture, that showed you everything. That showed you what Ali was about. If you've ever seen the picture of like Jordan hugging the fucking championship, his first one where yeah. he's crying. Yeah, that's Michael Jordan. Um, oh, and another one whenever he hit the flu game when he's holding hold on, on. To, holding on to Scottie Scotty Pippen. Pippen. That, that's that's another shit. one. That's another one. You know, just iconic photos like that. And whenever I seen that, I was like, that's an iconic photo. Yeah, it is. Like, it may not get the shine, like, you know, that it, that it right now because they were on the losing end, like, you know, of history. But later on, yeah. like, you're going to look back on it and be like, damn, he, he really put it out there. And as a Heat fan or a basketball fan or just a just an athlete in general, that's all you can ever ask for. Yeah, exactly. It That was that – was, that was a fucking delight watching that. And the fact that I have more things to say about that than I do about the fact that we won 17 is just a testament to how fucking borderline disenfranchised and dissociated I felt with this. And I felt that way this whole year. Because like you said, like, you get LeBron James, you get Anthony Davis. These are two top five players already. And it's just sitting, like... It's like a foregone conclusion. It just did I didn't feel that same emotional investment into this Lakers team. Yeah. I didn't feel that same. Like, I mean, it's nice. Like I said, I'm not trying to take some shit for granted, but it just doesn't feel as special or unique yeah. or anything than the championships I had in my life. Now, granted, obviously, because Shaq was a free agent, but we went through several, like, several seasons in a row after we signed him. Yeah, well, of us getting our asses blasted. Like, or we didn't, or we didn't get the job done what we should have. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it just. You know, I say like, you gotta think about it like that. That Western Conference Finals, I believe, where Kobe was uh, was air bricking shots and airballing. That was the same Jazz team that got beat by the Chicago Bulls. Exactly. I like you know what I'm saying. So like, it, so even if we wouldn't have, well, even if we would have beat the Jazz, we were about to take an L to Jordan and them boys. Exactly. That, that was about to be a thing. Exactly. Because Jordan would have had a fucking field day, fucking Van Exel guarding him. He had a fucking field day with that. Yeah. And Van Exel, Van Exel couldn't go to his left. You think Michael Jordan didn't know that shit? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Michael Jordan would have fucking clamped his I, ass I like, up. You had young Kobe, too. I like, and Kobe was... Wasn't ready for that you know, moment. He wasn't yet. ready for that. I like, even though that, like the times they did play, Kobe held his own. I like, in the final... No. That 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 was just like... That that, that wasn't... That wasn't that wasn't it. But, but yeah, man. I like, you know, shout out to Jimmy Butler. I do... I do, you know what I'm saying, want to thank LeBron James. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank LeBron James. Also, I want to thank you. I like, you know, for coming here. But like you're bringing the title, uh, but bringing the title to my team, I like, I really do, especially with this whole Kobe thing. Yeah, I, I like do appreciate. I do appreciate that. Like Kobe passed away, and I like you managed you felt, to win you, a title. I like, and you felt that you, it was your duty to to Laker Nation that you know I have to do this. You know, like you kept the troops. I like you know all together. I like you know. I like that. That that's to me. That's what I. That's what I remember from this. I like you know Kobe dying, and you felt you felt the need. You know what I'm saying to put Laker Nation because you had us in mind, and that's why like, and I never had no ill feelings towards you. That's why I feel like you know, like you're kind of one of us now. I will say I did hear an interesting thing, uh, but Monty Jones is talking about this on his podcast, The Right Time, and he talked about how um, he thought it was really interesting. One thing that this season he goes, has there ever been a season with less drama around LeBron James? Yeah, he goes. There, there hasn't been really, and he's like, and that's surprising considering all the stuff. Like, you know, you have Frank Vogel just taking over as his coach. Mm-hmm. You have Jason Kidd as the assistant coach. That's yeah. Jason Kidd's always been I look out for me kind of yeah. guy, you know. And he's like, you know, just the lack of drama and stuff on this like surrounding like this year, he was like shocking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, it's it's kind of a good point. It really is. So yeah, you so. know. I like, I feel like, like, yeah, you make a great point there. I like, and I feel like, you know, with everything going on, I felt like LeBron James deserves a lot of credit. Credit, yeah, a, for a, sure. A hell of a lot of credit. Oh, yeah. Because to be honest with you, like, he's the, uh, to be honest with you, Ron, I think he's the only person that could have. Like, in that situation, he's the only person that could have. Anthony Davis couldn't do that. Yeah, probably not. I like, a lot of people couldn't have done, you know what I'm saying, what LeBron James did this year. You know what I'm saying? I like, you know, and I hope Laker Nation, you know what I'm saying? Because I thought y'all were petty anyway by de- destroying those murals and stuff. I like, I hope this is, uh, I hope you guys like embrace this man as one of us. Because I've always been, I've always been of the mindset of, I can't hate or dislike anybody that helped bring a championship to my squad. LeBron James has done that. And I am forever grateful for that. And I feel like we should, uh, like, we should, uh, we should put that dumb shit, uh, dumb shit aside, you know what I'm saying, and bring him in as, uh, bring him in as one. Now, now whether you want to put him above Kobe or not, I don't care. But uh, like the great Rick Fox always told me, once a Laker, always a Laker. You know what I'm saying? I like so it's just was just one of those type of things. Like you know, I want to uh, say thank you to LeBron James because. I like this doesn't happen without you. Now a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, it's AD. I like and having AD is fine, but AD wanted to come here because of LeBron James. Yeah. But let's not get it, people. Yep. For let's sure. not get it twisted. I like he'd much rather stay in New Orleans and get Zion Williams. I like you know. I like if LeBron James wasn't here. I like that was a big contributing factor of him. You know, what I'm saying coming here and probably staying for like another two years whenever he signs his extension. Yeah. Because he's going to sign that extension. Probably. You know, so like you know, be like the lit. I like do the tractors and everybody else. Like you know, you need the. I like you guys need the. Uh, 
you guys need to, need to tone it down on that. And another thing I like that LeBron James said, because they, they were trying to bring up the, uh, the GOAT debate, so he was like, look, man, I like, you guys debate that shit if you want to. I like, I, at this point, I like, I like, I think he's tired of it too, because at this point, you know, like, it's, it's frustrating. I like, to the mere fact, like, you know, because he said, he was like, dude, they, they're going to come up with some kind of, they're going to come up with some kind of BS narrative, again, like, a la Skip Bayless, you know what I'm saying, to why I shouldn't be in the GOAT conversation. And I've been telling anybody, to whoever think that LeBron James is the GOAT, that if you, if you feel that LeBron James is your GOAT, that's fine, because he's good enough to have that kind of warrant. You know what I'm saying? I like Kawhi shouldn't be nobody's goat because he never had to go through goat-like criticism. Not like this. Not like this. You know what I'm saying? I like, you know, all the people are giving Kawhi Leonard a pass for giving up a 3-1 lead to the fucking Nuggets. And like, and you're one, you're, you're like, and he was the leader of one of the best teams in basketball. Yeah. I like not. that. That's not goat shit, Ryan. No, it's not. It's not goat shit at all. Like, you know. Yeah, y'all need to cut it out. Y'all need to cut it out. And, I, and at this point, he's just like, you. I'll leave you guys to debate that. Like, you know, at this point, like, you know, he has his fourth ring. Yeah, like, you know, he, the man has nothing else to prove. Right. He really. Like, doesn't. He, he really doesn't. No, he just doesn't. Yeah, so. like he doesn't. I like, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, he's one of the he's one of the best players I've ever seen. I like, you know, he's not my goat because you know, what I'm saying, Michael Jordan is my goat, but. I like I, if somebody else is telling me they think that LeBron James is the goat. I like I have no problem with them saying that. I've never had a problem with them saying that. You know, the only problem I had was whenever they were trying to uh, they were trying to disrespect Jordan and make a case for that. That's whenever I get upset. But if somebody was to say that LeBron James is their go their goat, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I like you know look at the numbers. I like look at everything that he's done. I like you know the mere fact. He was able to keep the troops, I like, you know, like, focus on the prize with everything going on. Everything going on. Like, Kobe would be proud. I like, I'm Vanessa's proud. I'm sure, I'm sure the great Dr. Buss is proud. Jeannie's proud. And to you, LeBron James, the Heartbreak Kid is proud. The Arcade is proud, too. It's just, you Show know. Like it's just like it's just you know what I'm saying for us you know what I'm saying it's just a weird feeling. It was just a weird feeling because I never thought not that I never thought that you know what I'm saying I would ever win a title. I just never would have thought that you would be the one doing it for us. You know, I, I never would have thought that. But you know, I I'm happy that it's here. I like you know, and I'm glad that you know that you wanted to make history in the purple and gold. I will ever forever be indebted to you for that, and forever. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, unlike a lot of people, like, you know, I appreciate greatness. And also, I appreciate when that greatness helps bring titles to the purple and gold. Because at the end of the day, that's all that it's about. That's all that it's about. So, I like LeBron James. I appreciate you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, everybody else. I like Frank Vogel. Congratulations. You are validated as like you know a good coach in this league. You always have been, you know what I'm saying. Like people were just shitting on you. I like you know in Indiana, like you like you didn't make Indiana relevant, so you have this validation. Shout out to uh, Rajon Rondo for being the only player to win a title with the Celtics and uh, and the Lakers. Shout out to you. Like shout out to Danny Green for uh, for winning a title with three different teams, even though you were shooting up bricks. You know what I'm saying? But that's the but 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 that's a, the discussion for another time. You know, shout out to Dwight Howard for finally getting uh, for finally getting that championship. So this this that this might propel him to might make a case for him 
quite possibly being in the, in the Hall of Fame because that's what he needed. That's what he needed, and he finally got that. So I'm hoping that, like you know, like like he does that. Uh, I'm hoping, like you know, that goes well for him. Shout out to Javale McGee, three-time champion. Shout out to my man Alex Caruso, who's finally a champion. Kyle Kuzma, you know, I like everybody, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, the, the road, the road was hard. Like people were saying that we didn't have much of a bench, and we didn't. But whenever you have Anthony Davis, something has to give. And you guys answered the bell guys out and you guys showed up whenever you needed to i like you guys so i like are forever immortal and like you know in laker nation we care we care about people that are hanging up championship banners and you guys did that congratulations I like you know what i'm saying much love to all you guys coming up next uh i like the your questions are in and I like we're going to answer them you guys keep a lock on the scoreboard i like you on anchor Crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yeah, it's in my contract. It's in the contract. Can we at least change the font? If you want to be sued. Well, what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? No. <sighs> exactly. No dragons, no mouths. None of that. We could do like a tough dolphin splashing yeah, like, out. How large? Uh, yeah. Oh. And how much are they paying you? Get that money. Hulu has live sports. Get that. What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid and Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer. And if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God. You spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, my man. We got some questions. Uh, we got some questions. We got about three of them. Uh, we got about three. Because basically the people were asking me questions about stuff that we already talked about on the show today. So so we're going to get into it. Uh, first question comes from Jesus from Texas. 
He was like, yo, guys, I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan, but fuck Jerry Jones for not taking care of Dak when he should have. He said, Mike, I totally get your view. I like uh, get your no. I, said, I totally get your view whenever you side with the players on these issues. He said that man, that was heartbreaking. Dude, honestly, man, that was. I think everybody except maybe like you, you know what, man. I'm even gonna go out on him. I'm gonna say nobody in the nobody that watches football. I can't even say like Eagles fans and like the, the, the only the only Eagle fan that like that was happy Dak Prescott broke his fucking foot was that piece of shit uh, Eagle fan EDP four four five. Yeah, yeah, and he's just that guy's a dick. Yeah. So, um, so and you really couldn't can't take like you, you know, can't take anything that guy says seriously because he's just he's a fucking he's he's a character. Yeah. Almost. So uh, fucking everybody in the NFL felt like shit about that yeah everybody that watched that 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 was garbage and because um, i know jerry jones put like put uh put out like a statement but i like if it was me i would have been like dude fuck you and your statement now if you felt that way why didn't you pay this man it's one of those things where he turned down that 175 million dollar extension for sure like i understand that but it was one of those things where like dude that sucks, cause like Dak bet on himself this season, and was kicking ass. Yeah. Like, granted, the Cowboys aren't good, but that's just because they aren't good. It's yeah. not because of him. Like their secondary's not great. Fucking. Yeah, they, secondary hasn't been great for a while. Yeah, they have like one good. They play a Mike McCarthy's horrible. I like the, a lot of their good players are gone. I like, you know, are hurt. Van yeah. Der Esch is gone. That's what I'm saying. They have a lot of injuries. And, like, Mike McCarthy is just a bad coach. Like, he just is. Mm-hmm. And, like, like always, you have the same thing. Uh, you have, like, on a Mike McCarthy team, you have a bad defense. Let's see. What are the other staples of a Mike McCarthy team? Just stupid. He just sucks. He just fucking sucks. So the, the, and, and that play calling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You... If you guys had a better coach and you hadn't had injuries, y'all would have been one of the better teams in the NFL this season, probably. And the thing is, like, you know, fuck Jerry Jones. And I like, and I hate this notion because, like, people piss me off whenever it comes to Dak Prescott. And, like, you know, I, I hate this narrative that Dak Prescott isn't good. Yeah, and I, and I, wild. I, I like, and I'll be, I, 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 I be sitting there. T- I'll, be, I'll be wanting to ask you because there's a lot of cowboy haters here. I'm like, are you saying that because you truly believe Dak Prescott isn't good? Or are you saying that because he has a star on his helmet? Yeah, exactly. Like, don't be fucking... Don't be a, a fucking jackass. Like, fucking... I fucking loathe Aaron Rodgers. He's good, though. That's why I don't like him. Mm-hmm. I wish he didn't play for the Packers. I wish he wasn't good. <laughs> I wouldn't like it. I would not give a shit about him if he was, if he was mediocre. But he's not. So I fucking hate him. Y'all don't like Dak Prescott because he's actually good. And y'all don't like him because he plays for the fucking Cowboys. I like him. That's kind of petty. It is. But it is what it is. Like, like, it is what it is. Like, you know, like, if you, if uh, people are going to sit here and tell me that, you know, they don't like Dak Prescott, I like, it, it, liking him is like, you know, and saying that he's trash or like two different things. If you don't like him, that's cool. But to sit here and tell me that, like, he's not good and he's overrated, that's, I like that. Well, and also, thing. man, the fact that that guy bothered to speak out this offseason after his brother killed himself and, his, like, talk on depression. I like it. That told me the type of person this guy was. And not that, like, everybody already knew what kind of guy. Like, I already knew. Everybody that, knew what that, type of that, guy. That, 
that really set that over the top for me, honestly. I like the shit that he had to go through, like, you know, him losing his mom, like, a couple years before that, him losing his brother, yeah. him not getting compensated. All like, Derek Brooks raves about, raves about this guy. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's like his mentor. He raves about him. That's what I'm saying, man. And the he, type of person that he is. I like, you know what I'm saying? You want your quarterback to, uh, to act and carry yourself the like way Dak, Dak Prescott, Prescott does. He's a gr- great guy. Great fucking guy. So I like, and the thing is, like, you know, the Cowboys should be glad they fucking got him because mm-hmm. they got Dak in the, in the third fucking round. Exactly, he's he's amazing. Um, I like you. I like, the, and that's the thing. I like Jerry Jones is a piece of shit. I, I cannot stand him. Yeah, I I, I I see why nobody likes him because at first I like you know he, he was just there. I see why he likes him because I truly believe in my heart. If like if that had been Tony Romo, Tony Romo would have been taken care of. I'm like, why does it always seem like you know somebody like Dak Prescott always had to keep proving himself over and over and over and over again? You know what I'm saying? For people to be like, I, I, I'm not sure. Jerry, Jerry Jones is a fuckhead. Fuck I'm not. Him. I'm not sure. I'm like, you know, it's the same thing that happened with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is just now starting to get the respect that he deserves as him being a great quarterback. Because during the Legion of Boom years, he never got no credit because they were like, "Oh, you had that great defense." Yeah, it's trash. I like it's trash. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, much uh, prayers go out to Dak Prescott. Like, yeah. I, apparently the surgery was uh, was successful, and he's going to be out four to six months. So, like, it's a good thing. Like, you know, it's, it's early in the season. So, hopefully, you know, if they if well, he's a free agent. So I don't I, I don't even know what the fuck's about to happen. I don't, I don't even know what the hell is about to happen with that. So yeah, it's, I don't it's crazy. It's just crazy situation. It's a crazy well, situation. Who knows? Oh, like I hate it for him. I hate it for him. Uh, next question comes from Leon from South Carolina. Ooh, I was happy to hear Ooh, that. Oh shit, South Carolina represent. What's up? He said, "What's up, guys?" He said, "There are reports that the Pelicans are reaching out to Stan Van Gundy." You said, "You think that would be a good fit?" Uh I need to know how he's gonna be able to relate to I, those I, that's, young guys. I was, that's honestly, man. That's that's really the one thing. I'm like, this team's young. I like he's a good coach. I like with the veteran Leighton team. I don't know, man. Like, Stan Van Gundy's all right. Like, but I don't know, man. Like, I just don't. I don't know how he's going to relate to these young kids. I just, I don't know. I really don't. Um, and, like, in what kind of squad he wants to build. Like, you know, the, what, yeah, what he's trying to build, what type of squad he's going to build. Because he's a good coach. Like, his track record speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean, and he's done a good job of take doing more with less. You know what I mean? Freaking, uh, you know, he did, um. He did pretty all right things with the Pistons a few years ago yeah. with Drummond. You all know. right, but then again, like the management failed him. Yeah, that's something like Detroit's a shithole. Um, so management failed him, and who? But knows? But, but whenever management didn't fail him, I like you know like the, a lot of the magic and like the Heat, I like he was able to do some good things. Yeah, so. exactly. So and like, but I do believe in David Griffin though. David Griffin's David Griffin's the, good. They, Dave Griffin's one of the better GMs. I like you know in, in, like in this league, so. I feel like, you know, if David Griffin, like, you know, believes in Stan Van Gunny, he can get the type of players yeah. that he needs, I think it's going to be... I, I think, think it worked just fine. It worked just fine. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So, you, you know. know. So, I like, and, yeah, I like... And, I, and J.J. Redick, if he's still there, like, he's familiar with Stan Van Gundy. So, you know, he knows yes. how... So, he knows how Stan Van Gundy rolls and he can... I like, I, the more I think about it, the more points, I like... That might not actually be a bad hire. hire. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, the only question will be: Will he be able to relate to like Zion and like Josh Hart and yeah. Brandon Ingram and some of those young cats? But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, I think he, 
I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. I like to say he's had enough success. You know, he's had more. I like he's he's had more success than Alvin Gentry, and I love Alvin Gentry. Yeah, I like Alvin Gentry too. Yeah. Yeah. So I like you know. So I like his success speak for himself. So I like at least they at least they can, he can look at that and like and be like, I look what I have Sha- coach Shaquille O'Neal and Dwayne Wade and like you know Dwight Howard and like you know these these guys. So yeah, I like he was successful. So like, who knows? Who knows? I like the more the more I think about it, the uh, the more I like it. So yeah. Yeah, because he like he he is a solid coach. Sometimes I think he's better. Uh, to me, I think he's better than Jeff Van Gundy. Je- Jeff, yeah, I think he. I think Jeff was a good coach too. But Jeff like, was a good coach. But I feel like like that wasn't his team. That was Pat Riley's team. Like yes. Pat Riley left yeah, him. Yeah, I think well, I, well, I, well, I, I think left that him with a great the, situation. I think that all the time too. I really do. I'm like you know not to take anything away from Jeff. Jeff, but like but, the like the those Knicks team, Pat Riley, because. He was like his assistant. When Pat Riley left, he left him with like a gold mine. Yeah, he did. So, you know, so it wasn't like he left him with shit. Yeah, like he had a lot of shit to work with. True. So, like, and after like you know those guys started getting old and shit, like you know, there's a reason why he hadn't came back to coaching. Exactly. You know, so uh, last uh, question comes from Ken in Montana. He said, "Yo, guys, I said uh, Lomachenko is all uh, like is fighting this weekend. Like, who you guys got, him or Lopez?" I think Lopez has a very good chance to beat him because he has reach advantage and he's a lot younger than him. Yeah. And like I like Lomachenko, but I'm not we, as we, 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 we talked about it or like early. We was like, we don't see why everybody's so enamored with him. Yeah, like like he's solid. Like I mean he's moved up and he's he he cleans out these weight classes, but he's finally moved up to a weight class and this is like the first real legit opponent he's yeah. about to fight. We'll see. We'll I'll fucking like, see. I didn't know he was as old as he was. He's like, 32. Like, like, he doesn't have a lot of mileage on him, to well, be fair. Yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of mileage. I like that. That made it. That made it. That makes a whole lot of sense why Devin Haney wanted him two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because he was like, yo, I like this dude's just only getting older. I like, and Devin Haney is about that smoke. Yeah. You no, know, Devin Haney does not tr- is not trying to duck anybody. That's that, facts. I, like, I love that kid to death. You know, he's gonna be fighting soon too. And Ryan Garcia is gonna be fighting in like in December. But yeah, like, because he, he was sitting there saying on a breakfast club he said do y'all think Lomachenko is the best in the world he said a lot of people are saying that and he was like and if I beat him what are people going to be saying about me I'm like he been wanting Lomachenko yeah that's it I'm like that's Bob Arum that don't want Lomachenko to fight Devin Haney yeah exactly right because Bob Arum's a bitch Yep, that's it. That's it, man. That's fucking it. That's so. it. So like, yeah. So like, yeah. Oh, 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 so like, Lo- Lopez has a great chance of beating Lomachenko. Uh, like to me, like this is the first time I felt like you know he's in danger of losing the fight. Yeah, me too. Me too. I said, is he in welterweight? I can't remember what the fucking division Lopez fucking fights at because L- Lomachenko has jumped up like fucking a kajillion fucking um yeah because he's trying to get big money fights exactly because he's been he was dominating these little lower divisions and that and the fact that he's dominating through all of these divisions um uh it's the lightweight division all so, just lightweight or light heavyweight no it's lightweight ah uh, it's lightweight so yeah he needs to get up the welterweight if he wants the big money fights if he yeah he's gonna have to call that both of them if they want big money fights won't yeah. need to get up the welterweight 
So that'll be the big thing with that them moving forward. Um, I think because yeah, I think I, I think Lopez has a better chance of that though, but getting to welterweight and actually doing some yeah. shit there. Yeah, because he's actually younger. He's younger and he sat at that weight naturally, mm-hmm. whereas yeah, he's a, nat- he's a he's a natural welterweight. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So he he would be able to jump up to there a little easier. Yeah. So uh, you know, like I said, we'll see. Who knows? I was like, if I'm Lomachenko, I'm taking that Devin Haney fight. I don't. But then again, you're under Bob Arum. I like Bob Arum is like you know crippling you from having big money fights. Yep, that's it, man. That's I it. like you know, Bob Arum sucks. Ben I, said that. So, so you gotta think. I like you know Floyd Mayweather got out from under him. Oscar got out from under him, and Manny Pacquiao got up under him. Listen, man, like, if you have the, more key the, fighters. Yeah, listen, that's the thing. It's the same thing with Don King. Fucking, you're an ass fucking, like, promoter if your marquee guys leave you and don't have anything good to say about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because, again, Don King obviously was a crook and a piece of shit. You know, fucked both Holly and Mike Tyson out of a fuck ton of money. Mm-hmm. And then Bob Arum's guys just fucking talk about, like, how big of a bitch he is. Yeah. And so, you know... You got, he's scared to do business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's I was like, you know, like... Which is crazy. I tell people all the time, they starting to finally see, like, this is why Floyd Mayweather doesn't want to do business with Bob Arum. He always says it's always bad business on Bob Arum's side. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, like, you know, people didn't come up to me until Manny Pacquiao left, and they were like, yeah, you and Floyd were right. I was like, yeah, I, yeah, we know. Yeah, Bob Bob, Bob Arum trash. So Bob Arum, like you know, like he's not good. He's not good. So, oh man, I like that. But you know what was good? Recording this fucking show for y'all today. That was a lot of fun. Yes. You know. So uh, I like what's not good is that it's the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens, man. It yeah. like it happens. You good know? things must come to an end, man. That's just how it uh, is. Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, like the uh, NLCS and like ALCS are still going. We won't have a show next week just because the two one, uh, two, uh, two one went off. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So by the time we get back, the World Series should be picking up. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be uh, getting into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I like congratulations to the Lakers for winning number 17. Congratulations to Rafael Nadal for winning his 20th uh, Grand Slam title, uh, solidifying him as probably the – you know what? I can't necessarily say he's the greatest men's tennis player of all time, but he's one of them. He's one of them, and you it's know, a short list now. I, yeah, I mean, because pretty much, you know, you had, you know, for a long time it was like Sampras, Nadal, and Federer. Yeah. And Nadal and Federer have the same amount of Grand Slams, and the difference is that Nadal has dominated Federer mm-hmm. anytime they've played. So I mean, that's an argument for Nadal, but mm-hmm. that, I digress. Um, you had uh, shout out to the uh, shout out to the what? Seattle Storm. Storm. Yeah, shout out to Seattle Storm for winning uh, their, their fourth. Their fourth. Um, Sue Bird's the shit. I'm glad she she got another champ. She got another ship. She yeah. She deserves cool things, she's a lady. Yeah, she's great. Fucking. Uh, like, Coincidentally, her and LeBron James both in their 17th seasons wow. won titles. Kind of an interesting little tidbit there. Wow. Um, Let's see. Is there anything else um, that I'm forgetting about? I saw like AEWs this week. AEWs on Wednesday. Uh, we Saturday's the Lomachenko fight. Uh, yes. So you know, if you guys want to go check that shit out. Uh, all I sports sports galore. Yep. Uh, all the football and all the baseball is still going on. All the college football is still going on. Yeah, man. Fucking. Uh, I know people probably wish we talked about Clemson more, but lol, we don't do that here. 
Uh, or like unless it's like unless it's necessary. Unless it's necessary. Which is fun. They'd be like, why do y'all talk about Carolina and Clemson? I'm like, don't no. y'all have like other? We live in South Carolina. Don't you fucking just turn on your radio every day and just listen to Mickey Plyler or who or the fuck Todd Ellis or who the yeah. fuck? I don't. Fu- it's like shut the fuck shut up. Shut up. No. Like fucking no. There's so much of that here. Not like this. God damn it. And there's so much other stuff for us to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Like come we on would, we don't ever want to be that. No. Because like, like, we're better than that. Yes, and I'm the biggest Clemson fan in the world, and I'm fucking saying that shit. Yeah, like, they would say we're a lot better than that, so. Show enough. Uh, if you guys can uh, follow me on Twitch. I'm at twitch.tv slash hbkillmatic with the, with the, uh, with the, um, uh, with the, well, damn, with the underscore. I like yo. I like and soon. I like I'll be releasing out shirts from my Twitch channel. There's gonna be scoreboard shirts that are gonna be out soon because I'm thinking about redoing the whole lay, uh, logo. Like you know, a lot of that stuff. A lot of big changes for the scoreboard is gonna be coming next year. Oh yeah, sure yes, enough. Me yeah, and yeah. We been, we've been kind of talking like off off you know air and stuff about like stuff that we want like goals we have and stuff yeah. we want to make happen for the you know because the fact that you guys you know listen to this stuff and like you know you know appreciate us and what we do you know we want to try to get a higher quality program for y'all which is crazy considering the fact when we was on quarantine people were like hey man I, we i got hit up a lot people were like yo why ain't y'all recording and shit and i'm like what the fuck is there to talk about what do you mean sports <laughs> are canceled i said like, you actually listen to this i'm like but but that that was the other reaction you listen to this shit like god damn like i had a bunch of people well, like, 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 like they just hit you up i was like hey man why are you guys <laughs> yeah man i had a couple of, i had a couple of my friends be like yeah listen to this shit like what the fuck y'all doing i was like okay <laughs> I was like, all right bet uh, oh bet <laughs> cool thanks i guess uh, i appreciate I, I, the support I, yeah i appreciate the freaking support appreciate <laughs> the support i like we appreciate the support of you guys too like like i said we're not going to do a show next week because like i said two two one one off and like I said, like we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing some cool stuff, like you know, with this uh, with the scoreboard. Like you know, we it was supposed to happen this year, but COVID. So right, so we're aiming towards next year. So we're just gonna keep on grinding and giving you guys content, you know, until like you know we can get all the all the cool shit and all the cool bells and whistles, like you know, up and running. But you know, be patient with us. But Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, and this isn't gonna be built in a day either. So you got anything else? Uh, nah, that's, that's... Nah, like, you ain't got nothing else. Like I said, you guys... Fuck bitches, get money. That's it. (laughs) All right, you guys be safe. All right, you guys watch yourselves out there, and we'll see you guys later. Peace out. Later, guys.